Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Teak Fire. And it's your boy, Rich Fire. And we are the Fires. You are now listening to What the Fire Podcast. Now that's fire. All right. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> We're back, y'all. Yes, we are back. What episode is this? Episode six. Six. I yeah, that's your. That's our. Um, we officially are a podcast. That's what I was when I was researching. Mm-hmm. They're saying like after six podcasts, like after six shows, you officially like a podcaster. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess not until the seventh one, because. You know, right? But we'll be there for that one too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're gonna get straight to it today. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, social expectations and how they are mostly full of shit. <laughs> uh, mostly, they're uh, pinpointed to like either one gender or age or something stupid that makes no sense. You know, like, so, for example, um, like, women, they're supposed to be ladylike. Yes. They're not supposed to cuss. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to, like, uh, okay, What's the drunk. other one? It's like when, um, I've always been told this one, like, you need to cross your legs when you sit down. Right. <laughs> like, first of all, my legs are thick, so I can't cross my legs. But I feel like when they say, like, be ladylike, what they're really saying is you should be polite and have manners and, like, respect yourself. Mm -hmm. So why is that ladylike? You know what I mean? Like, aren't men supposed to be polite and respect themselves and have manners too? So it's like that's one expectation that, like, if that's ladylike, then what is men like? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then... For men, it's like if they're sad or whatever, or they or they they can't really get through what they're getting through. Their friends or they their parents or whoever's gonna tell them to man up, right. right? So for me, manning up means this is a time for you to be courageous. This is a time for you to handle your business. You know, this mm-hmm. is a time for you to face your fears and do what you gotta do, mm-hmm. right? So. Shouldn't women be courageous? Yeah. Shouldn't they be able to, like, face their fears and, like, get over that hump? Yeah. Shouldn't they be strong? You know what I mean? So it's like, why is it man up? Right. You know what I mean? So that's another, like, society expectation that's kind of corny because it's like, men can't be scared? No, they're not allowed to be. That's corny to me. Because of what society puts it as you're supposed to not cry you're supposed to not be because crying to them it's it's like you're a punk right and you're supposed to cry everyone you're human yeah everyone cries you know but it's just like I feel like when kids are small like when you know young boys growing up it's already like instilled in them that you need to be this person and that's it. If you're not that person, that's it. Like it's it, you have to be, you have to be strong. You have to fight back. You have to, um, you know, like you basically have to take the whole world on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. 
and not have no worries because that's your job. Or nowhere to release after right. you do all of this. Yeah, because they don't have an outlet. And that's nope. that's the that's the biggest part about it is that it's it's sad, but men don't really have an outlet. Whereas the women do have an outlet. Like they can go to their friends and they can go to people or whatever. But that's you know. because women are expected mm-hmm. to be soft. They're expected right. to cry. They're expected to like Right. You know, seek help, so mm-hmm. to say. So it's like, right. it's not a thing if you be like, yo, I'm going to seek somebody out mm-hmm. and, and see if I could talk to them. I'm mm-hmm. going to cry, be emotional, all of that. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. let let me do that. You know what I mean? If I call. Why can't we both seek help? Why can't we, we should both, be able to. We, yeah, we should both be able to seek help and we should both be able to, um, you know, like have an outlet we both should it should be equal that we all are entitled to the same things right and like you know if and the thing is like um being around like guys it's like they worry so much you know it's so funny because women worry but men worry too and they're afraid of failing because so many they have so much expectation set upon them from their either their family or like like their friends and everything like that. So it's just like you might meet someone and they be like, "Yo, you know, I just be working. You know, I just be trying." And I'm like, "So when do you take a vacation? When do you take? When do you nope. have that self care that they promote for women to have so much? Because men need self care just as much as women do. Exactly. You know, because we're we're all human. We all work hard. We all have a goal that we're trying to achieve. We all have families. We all have kids." You know, it's just like they're not the same, the same, um, like the same things that they have set for women is not set for men. And that's not fair. And then, you know, what I noticed, too, is like especially with myself and then other dudes, but Mm -hmm. especially myself, is that when you when you're that way, even if you're the nicest person, Mm -hmm. you can come off like super aggressive to everybody. Yep. You know what I mean? Just because, like, the way you've been moving, the way you was taught to move, is like you're alpha male. And, like, every dude wants to be an alpha male. Yes. When there's no... Even in the wild, they can't be all alpha males. But every dude wants to be an alpha male. You know what I mean? And, like, we've been plotting on doing this show or whatever. But then, this morning, my homie Ricky, Ricky Grant, shout out to Ricky Grant, he dropped his video about... um toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and he was like one of the things he said it made me feel like damn he's mad right because he said um when you're bred that way Mm -hmm. and then you grow that way Mm -hmm. that's what you give so it's like you don't even notice that you're coming off super aggressive or like the way that you're moving like you might be unapproachable and you might even be doing this to your family people you really really love Mm -hmm. and like you don't even notice. Even doing it to yourself because you're burning yourself out. You're doing crazy stuff so that you keep up the I'm the man image. And not like I'm the man like everybody love me, everybody see me, but I'm the protector. You know what I'm saying? I'm the provider. I do all this work. You know what I mean? And you don't take time for yourself or you, you like neglect your family, so to say, because you're doing this, that, and the third. And you're not doing what, like, what you're supposed to do, like showing affection you know, spending time or the time you do spend, you might spend it criticizing 
doing wild shit, you know what I mean? That's very true. But women are like that as well. Yeah. And um, the one thing that I know, like, even with me growing up, is that I feel like I can be very aggressive, too, because... And I'm an aggress- aggressive in another way as in terms of, like, not having that, like, family hold me down type of thing. Right. So it's like I'm aggressive to everybody else. But, so just like for me, I'm aggressive, but that's all right, right? Nobody's really going to say, yo, you're, you're aggressive, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's an alpha male trait, so to say. Mm-hmm. For you, being aggressive is not cool. Right. And especially as it's a black, lady, like, especially as a black woman, mm-hmm. it's definitely not cool now. Mm-hmm. People's like, "Oh, they go to angry black girl again." Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, there's so much that you have the right to be angry about. Why can't you be angry? Yeah. Why do you have to be like mm-hmm. this docile? And you know what? Not for nothing, but I looked at it like this: like even like people that are my age. Um, they'll be like, oh, you know, that's just, that's ghetto. Like that's classless or whatever, because I'm angry because, or I'm aggressive because of what I've been, the cards I've been dealt with. Right. So because I'm acting a certain way and because you might've been dealt those same cards, but you got a front to act a certain way and it's killing you inside, but you, because of society, you have to be portrayed a certain way. Yeah. So you can't wild out. You can't whatever. But that's for me, it's this is just I don't give a fuck about what society says. I'm going to do what I have to do and I'm going to do whatever it is to protect myself. I don't care about any of that. And I'm not saying that being aggressive is a good thing. But again, like but what's um, wrong with being aggressive? It, but what I'm talking about, um, what he was talking about, about the toxic masculinity, uh-huh. um, about like you being aggressive and like, you know, whatever. It's just. Of course, like, if that's what you grew up on, that's what you're going to become and that's what you're going to project. Right. So it's like, f- for me, it's like, yo, I'm I'm aggressive and there's no way, I don't ever think that's going to change. And it's not even so much of like, you know, like, I don't want to hurt anybody that's close to me or nothing like that. But it's just like, you know, you are who you are because of what, what where you came from. Yeah, but also what I'm saying is, What's wrong with There's nothing wrong with aggression. So it's like the way you're aggressive, maybe, but being aggressive, there's nothing wrong with that. Being angry, there's nothing wrong with that, too. And a lot of times they want us to not be angry when angry is a big emotion. So it's like you need anger. You know what I mean? And, And my homie Ricky was, he was getting onto those points, too, about like being angry and stuff, but. It's crazy because especially like as a black woman, you can yeah. never really be angry in public. Nope. Or they're going to label you as, you know, the angry black bitch. Or they look or, at you like they look at you funny. They don't want to sit next to you. They move away from you. like, yep. Or they don't want to associate themselves with you. They don't want to. Like it's a lot. And, and to the sad part is it's the same. It's our same people. Yeah. You know, and it's just like because, you know, and two. Because certain people know that you're like that, they they try to put you in a corner. They try to isolate you, which make becomes make makes you even more angry. Yep. You know what I mean. So it's like they know what to do to push your buttons to get you to a certain point. Right. So it's just but like think- I'm gonna always say what I'm gonna say because you know like they don't know how to act. So I'm gonna show you that they don't know how to act. Right. But you know that was did not comes for you. So being angry, there's no. There's no problem with being angry. 
Right. It's the way you display your anger right. where where it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. And only you can find out the best way to like channel your anger. Because it doesn't always have to be lashing out. It don't always have to be like slapping the shit out of somebody. It don't have to be that. But you still need anger. Right. If you don't feel anger, you don't know how to feel love. If you if if somebody's never angry, mm-hmm. something's wrong with them, dog. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But the way society set up, black men and black women, we are not supposed to be angry ever. Mm-hmm. When we have everything to be angry about, but we're not supposed to be angry. If we but are, do you know that, um, like, for example, like guys. Um, you know, they go through things like they're, emo- they get emotional too and everything, but, um, you know, it's a big thing in the black community that men hide all of their pain and yep. to the point where it can kill them Yeah, it's stressful. because they're silent, they're silent stressors. Yep. They're not as like women can be like out and out loud, say, you know, I'm stressed and everything like that. But men, they're silent stressors and they keep going. And, you know, and a lot of young black men die from stress. Stress is the number one killer, first of all. And it's sad because they're so young. You know what they do? They drink, they smoke, and that's all they do. All types of unprotected sex because. Yep, and to have all kinds of, and have all, and have kids. And then, you know, they deal with these uh, women who constantly push their buttons and then they, you know, next thing they know they're on child support. They don't even get to see a dollar from their check because they're paying for all the child support they're doing. It's, it's, it's like, it's disgusting. And it's not, and I'm not saying that like in terms of like our men are disgusting, uh-huh. but it's sad that they don't have an outlet. They don't have someone to talk to. I know like there's certain places that they have like communities, community centers and things like that for men or whatever. But, also, too, I feel like even with those, it's only, like, a selected few. Yeah, and, and with those, even sometimes, it's like the certain things are so instilled in us. Like, yo, I'm good. I don't need that. That we won't even go seek the help. Even if somebody's like, yo, bruh, come with me tomorrow. We're going to go over here. You could talk to someone. Mm-hmm. The first thing we're going to say is, I'm straight, dog. I, you know what I mean? I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to liquor store. I'm right. straight. You know what I'm saying? That's right. it. You know what I mean? So it's like, first we got to, within ourselves, be like, yo, this is not good for me mm-hmm. so that we can change that. Right. Um, what's some other ones? Um, so, is, is it is it common that you can't speak to your friends? Not saying your friends, but men in general. Is it common that you can't speak to your friends about what you're going through? I think it depends on your set of friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that depends on you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what is the conversation going to look like? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you can tell your friend, like, yo, I'm going through a dog or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the way you put it to him. It's like, yo, I'm just on to grind more harder now. I'm doing mm-hmm. this. I'm doing that. You know, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? And what he's going to say, I see you, dog. Mm-hmm. And be safe, dog. Mm-hmm. That's all he's going to say. Because- but then, too, then that's probably him. Like, in his mind, he's trained like that, too. Yeah, both of y'all's so trained can't, to be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so, like, I'm good. 
that he's not saying like, bro, I see you hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're not like, yo, I'm fucking hurting. Mm-hmm. You're just like, yo, you know, they got me out here doing this. I'm doing that. I'm all mm-hmm. over the place, dog. And he's like, yo, I see you, dog. I know, man. You, oh, I always see you. Y'all are having the connection where y'all are trying to get that breakthrough, but both of y'all is just like too... You're already too instilled to be like these tough dudes. So you're just like, I see you, bro. Be safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. just like in recent years, I start seeing dudes say like, I love you to each other. You know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, you couldn't say no shit like that. Mm -hmm. Even I love you, B. Someone like, yo, you gay, dog? Like, asking like stupid stuff. And it's like, yo, how come you can't love your boy? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Girls say it all the time. I love you, sis. I love you, friend. Or whatever so why is the thing is it's just like it's just there's no equality there when it comes to like you know men have their set of rules and women have their set of rules but then you can't go too extra and then men you can't go at all like you can't yo like you, you can't, can't you know <laughs> you know how uh how dudes would well if you want to know if a dude is cute right mm-hmm. and you ask a dude if he's cute you know mm-hmm. or you don't have to ask a dude if he's cute you know how you're gonna know that a dude knows another man's attractive, he gonna say he get bitches. Or he gonna gonna be like, I know he get bitches. All that means is that nigga's handsome. But he won't say that. Be like, I know know he get bitches. Or he's gonna be like, that that nigga think he fly. Mm -hmm. That means you'll notice his attraction, dog. But you, you, you are so stuck in your masculine ways that you won't say like, yo, that's a handsome dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we was growing up, if I told my boy like, "Yo, you look, you looking good today, dog," like it could be almost a fight. Like, what you mean? I look mm-hmm. good, dog. You know what I'm saying? You have to say shit like, "I see you, B. You doing it? You can't outright say, like, yo, you look handsome, or yo, you know what I'm saying? That outfit look good on you. You can't say none of that to your boy." Back in the day, you couldn't like how women like are like giving each other compliments and being like mm-hmm. damn that's wifey like you know what i mean and it's not even on no lesbian or bisexual shit it's just like yo if you look good you look good you know what right. i mean so you're giving each other that compliment some women may be like oh why is she why is she talking to me like that like oh i'm strictly dickly bitch you know what it's not saying it's that. not they like just that. saying like you look good like you look bomb like you put hard eyes or whatever it is and everything like that and it's just like that right there is like a no-no. Like, yeah, if a dude do that, he's a widow. Back in the day, women couldn't do that. It's now where, like, you know, the world is just like everything's changing, and you know, especially with social media and stuff like that. And I feel like social media has a big impact on a lot of that too. Yeah, because it's just like even on social media, people are apprehensive about what they're gonna say. They don't want to say the wrong thing because then, but you really feel that way, but you can't say it right. because. Somebody's gonna look at you funny, or it's gonna be like it's just all of that. Like it's it's whack, you know. Why can't I just see? Why can't I see Dre and be like, "Damn, bitch, you look bomb!" Like without somebody being like with their eyes, like what the fuck is that about? Yeah. You know, I, like I never knew. I never knew that women couldn't do that. I thought women could do that. Back in the day when I was in school, you know. I back in the day, I used to peep shorties doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you look good, girl. I see you all cute and sexy. I used to see that shit, so I'm like, yeah, girls can get away with that. Mm-hmm. We can't get away with that at all. You can't say nothing of the sort. 
like that. And I think too with men, it's just like not every guy that just compliments a guy is gay. Like you, you should be able to say like, yo, you, yo, you a handsome nigga. Like you know, like right. you should be able to say whatever it is that you want. I'm not saying like. But you know, people be like, "Oh no, nah, chill!" Like you know, or they be ready to fight you uh, or you can't, whatever because you can't. Dudes don't know how to take a compliment only, anyway. Oh, they don't. Not even from a woman. They nah, don't. They don't know how to take compliments because you know why? When you get a compliment, what do that make you do? Mm-hmm. It makes you smile. Right. It make you blush. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So but what's like, crazy, don't put me on that. But I don't what's crazy blush. is what I noticed though is that they don't want a compliment from a nigga, but y'all competing with the same niggas. Trying to look better than them. So you know, like, that you know, oh, this nigga look good. Yo, I'm about to watch how I'm about to freak That's it. why I'm like, telling you, yeah. if you want to know what what a dude thinks about a dude, right. listen to what he say. Right. When he say, I know he get bitches, how the fuck you know that? Yeah. Only thing you know is off what you see. So right. you seeing him like, he's handsome. That's what it really mm-hmm. translates to. Right. Instead of, but you can't say that because you're going to feel like, People's going to think you on some funny shit. You not, though. Mm-hmm. You good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I think we can move off of that one because right. <laughs> people might be like, yo, what's wrong with them? But um, I mean, it's a conversation to be had. If, if anybody else ain't going to have it, we are. But what about, what do you think about, uh, I don't, I feel like society still thinks this way. You know, but women, they can go to work full time, but they still better, like, come home take care of the kids like cook dinner all that like they still got to do all the household stuff i know some some dudes including myself will do some we'll do the household stuff too we'll help you out but there's a lot of people who feel like women should still do that even though they work like full-time i i don't feel like um it should be a gender role on who cleans the house who washes dishes who cooks or who, you know, who takes the trash out. Well, I can't or, cook good, so that's why I don't But really But I'm just saying I don't feel like there should be gender roles when it comes to stuff like that. Um, and I do feel like a lot of people still actively use that in their relationships. Right. And I don't feel like, because not for nothing, but as when I was coming up, when I was growing up, um, my mom had chores for us. So I did the same fucking chores my brother did. So I mopped the floor. I took the trash out. One week he take it. One week I take it. That's just how it was. There was no gender role on anything. The only thing that growing up that I see my mom do is, you know, like my dad worked overnights. So she always made sure she cooked so that when he come home, he had food because he's not there at night. And then like when he doesn't go off, like when he's, when he's off, like he has his days off at work, then he would cook. Because right. he's off, you know what I mean? But she would like, she would do this before she goes to work. And that's just how she's always been. But as far as the gender roles go, as far as like you haven't, or you know, if you're working, you need to be doing this or you need to be doing that. I just feel like all of that needs to be cut down the middle. Yeah. Like you do what you, you know, like it's crazy. you clean the bathroom one day, I clean the bathroom the next day, whatever. It's not strictly Oh, you got to take the trash out. And I'm going to wait till the trash get all the way up to the top. And you got to take it out. Right. You know what I mean? And then you got the house all stink because you're supposed to be the one to take the trash out. Yeah. But in my crib, before my pops became a deadbeat dad statistic, right? He he was working 
it was like typical gender roles. My mom's cooking, cleaning, take care of the crib. Mm-hmm. He's going to work. It was working, I guess. I don't know. Or whatever. But when he bounced, then everything, like all the household chores and shit, mm-hmm. that went to me and my brother. So it was like, no matter what it was, if it was considered like a woman's job or, or a man's job, whatever, we had to do it. So just the way you and your brother was splitting chores down the down the middle, mm-hmm. we were splitting chores down the middle too. Like, yo, somebody got to mop this floor. And my mom like, it's not going to be me. It's going to be one of y'all. So now that's why I guess with us, I don't, I don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Right. Helping you out or, you know, doing my thing when it comes to cleaning up. Because it's like that's second nature. But some dudes grow up not having to do any of that. Nope, and they expect when they go and they're like with a woman or live with her or whatever that she's the one that's supposed to be doing it. And also, and too, even if are... she works, that's what's crazy. Right. Even if she's working full time mm-hmm. and more than you, mm-hmm. some dudes still feel like I do see that a that. lot in West Indian households. So it's crazy. I do see it a lot in West Indian households. And you know, it's crazy because, like, when I, like, even at my job, like, women will be like, oh, you know, I had to work today, then I had to go home because. My husband didn't do nothing or, you know, like she didn't do nothing. Um, he didn't do anything and I had to go home and cook for the kids and I had to do that. And I'm at work all day. I'm tired too, yep. like, you know, and stuff like that. And it's just like, damn, y'all, this, that's not even a conversation. That's an expectation for you. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you feel. This is what you're supposed to do when you get home. Exactly. And that's not right. That's not cool. Speaking of, uh, you know, Islanders, but I'm going to put it more on a more f- like... Broader. Broad, yeah. So, like, I... Because I notice it more with, like, you know, uh, kids from Haiti, Mm -hmm. Asian kids especially. Mm -hmm. When it comes to education, Mm -hmm. they're respected to, like, you got to do the best of the best. You can't just graduate. You got to be, like, on your way to being a doctor or a fucking... Whatever the fuck your parents Mm -hmm. saying, this is what you got to do. That's what they're expecting you to go do. You can't even have no like real dream mm-hmm. or like whatever. It's I don't know so much dream, now. I don't know so much dream. now. But yeah, the parents mm-hmm. is always like, "You're gonna be a doctor. You're gonna be a lawyer. Or you're, you're gonna, gonna do. You're gonna do this big job." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they're not thinking about like what do you want to do. It's what they expect of you. And they're not thinking about like how stressful that is. For you. Because they're only thinking of uh, if you if you become a doctor mm-hmm. or you become a lawyer mm-hmm. or you become anything with a title that's held high in society, mm-hmm. they won. Right. They're now high in society mm-hmm. without having to do a goddamn thing. Yeah. And that's just not cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to say like, oh. But, and they, they also put that expectation on the kids like, oh... I, I had to wash floors and do all that to work my ass off so you can go to school to become a doctor and this is what you do. Like that's you even ask me if I wanted to do that. Right. They don't care about what their kids want to do. They put that and that's the thing too. It's like even people it's I don't know if it's I don't know if it, I can call it brainwash, but Basically, they're brainwashed, brainwashed into yeah. thinking all of these things that really, really, really are unrealistic because these are or it don't matter because what if i don't want to be a doctor what if what if i want to start a business cleaning floors like i saw you doing Mm -hmm. so that like now you didn't clean floors in vain now we own a business because 
you was an expert at cleaning floors and a shit. A business is a business. So yeah. if you own a cleaning business, if you own a maintenance, whatever, like you could, whatever type of business it is, it's still your business. And you and can still be in the top of the community yeah. from being having a, a cleaning service. You can still be recognized mm-hmm. in the community as a, a, a stand-up person, a high person in society just from that. Right. And it's, what's also another thing that I noticed that West Indian parents do is if they have multiple kids... And then, you know, like, there's, say, in all of, like, four kids, two of them graduate college. Those are the only ones they rock with. The other That's ones crazy. that are, could be, like, whatever, like, oh, she works at, like, Macy's or she works at a store or whatever like that. They don't never really talk about them. Because the one thing that was, what I learned about the West Indian is it's more about how people view them. So, therefore, like, they have to work extra hard and they have to do all yep. of that just so they can be viewed. I think that's just uh like people that's impoverished period. They yeah. wanna they wanna be able to brag about right. the accomplishment that somebody did. Like mm-hmm. see, they made it out of here. You know what I mean? Because of what I taught them. You know what I'm saying? So they need something to make them so feel why good you didn't too. Teach yourself that? Right. Right, cause nobody taught them. Right. But you're gonna put that on your child and um, when I used to work at my old job, um, I used to work at the Empire State Building in New York. And this lawyer, he, a young guy, he, he, he committed suicide. And it was because of, like, um, all of the cases that he had. Uh-huh. And then when they were having, like, conversations about him, they were just saying, like, how that's not even the job. That's not even what he wanted to do. That's why they tell and, you do what you love, dog. Right, because like once you start doing something that you don't like, you start looking like it, you start feeling like it, and you start acting like it. Yep. And it's crazy because he was dumb young, and you know, like these kids nowadays, they just it, and you know, like they feel like they owe it to their parents that they have to be this person that their parents has brainwashed them to be. And they don't even have to do all of that. And it's not even just their parents' fault. It's because it drops back from society what what is considered to be worthless or what's considered to be, you know, respectable. Your parents is like, yo, you're not going to be worthless. You're going to be respectable. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that people deem worthless, you can see people getting so much money off of it. Mm-hmm. Or you can see people, even if they're not getting so much money off of it, they're living happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't let society put you in the box, dog. Yep, and then speaking of parents putting <laughs> putting stuff on you, not only parents do this, but when people be like, "Yo, how old are you? You ain't married yet." Mm-hmm. That's that's out of control. How old are you? You still ain't got no kids. Mm-hmm. What's and the first thing I say, what's wrong with you? I had somebody tell me actually today, damn, you started late having kids. Yeah, they Because you started young. I'm I'm because I'm I was thirty two when I had my son. Right. Like, that's not I don't I don't understand. I never understood I hate when people say that. Like, oh, you don't have a car yet, you don't have a house yet, you're in your thirties. Like, girl, you pushing forty and you bought you don't even have your own crib yet or whatever. No, I don't. Because back in the day, people that was our age weren't owning houses. Right. They weren't. 
It was like it was like your parents, pretty much. Like when they get like in their late forties or whatever, that's when they were like owning homes and actually they were reaping what they sold into no, since they've been working up, hard. I think I only knew only knew maybe three. Nah, I think it was two people who their parents owned the crib they lived in. Right. Right? And now that they're adults, they don't own the crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, why is that such a like a milestone? Like, yo, you must own a crib. Mm-hmm. Like, you must own a home. Mm-hmm. Why is that a milestone? You know what I'm saying? What if you don't want to? Right. A house isn't for everybody, first right. of all. Because not every, just because you own a house don't mean nothing. Because there's, I know people that are my age that own um, multifamily homes. And they're slumlords. Right. Like, they're slumlords. They don't even take care of But the even if you take away the multifamily, mm-hmm. like, why why do someone have to own a home to be considered successful? That's, that's society now. Achieve, that's an achievement. Why does that have to be an achievement? It actually isn't an achievement. It's a trend now that you need to... You got people out here really going to buy houses just so they can post a picture that they bought a house. Right. Like, they're like, it's it's crazy. First of all, whatever it is that you're going to do, whether you're buying a house, whether you're you're buying a car, or whether you're doing whatever it is, you don't really need to talk about that. I mean, not when you get son, you want to be like, hey, look at me. But I mean, why is it that when someone doesn't, it's like, damn, you don't got no, why you don't want no crib? Why you don't want to own your own property? Mm-hmm. Like, but then you get the ones that own property that complain about their mortgage being too high or they complain about, oh, this shit's like, you know, like, damn, I got to work mad hard and everything like that. You don't really have to do any of that. You don't. You it's don't. okay to have an apartment. It's okay to for your rent to be like $1,600 and, you know, like whatever, and you're not stressed over owning a home. It's just, but I feel like because society has it where, you have to have these things. That's an achievement, I guess, for you when you're a certain age. So people feel like they need to do it too. Because everything that people are doing, they're doing too. So it's just like they're all following a big dummy. Right. Because, oh, because you you have to have this. And you gotta some have of y'all getting by- fooled because... You might see somebody dangling keys, like, oh, I just got my place, mm-hmm. and it is an apartment, but they're not telling you. Right. Now you think they got a house, so now I got to get a house. Right. You don't need no right. house. You don't need a house. <laughs> it's not a necessity. Right. You know, if you got it, by all means, do what you got to do, but there's, there's no race here. And if that's your goal, it don't have to be. At any time, you can get it. You right. can get it whatever you want. You can right. be fifty when you get a crib. You can be forty. You don't have to have no crib by the time you're twenty five, thirty years mm-hmm. old. Though mm-hmm. half of us ain't even paid off our school loans by thirty years old. <laughs> but they trying, trying to about, own a home. Yeah. What you gonna just skip past your school loans? Them shits never die. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's just like it, it's just like when you hear people, they be like, "Oh, I'm just trying to get my credit up so I can buy a crib." That's all you trying to get your credit up for. Right. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that credit, good credit can do. Buying a home is one of them, but not all of it. Right. And I know people say like, yo, you know, you could get your own home so you don't have to worry about, you know, paying rent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about like 
um, what you call it, rules from somebody else or whatever, you know, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? Truthfully, I don't know if I if I want to own a crib or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? We'll 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 get to that point when we get to that point. But mm-hmm. right now, it's like I'm cool where we at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't have to rush to be like, yo, we need a crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. I definitely don't want to be rushing to get a crib like everybody else who's talking about. Oh, it's a struggle for them to pay for the stuff that they have because. You know, again, you brought this house because society told you to, not because you had to. And I kind of, I kind of do believe it's definitely society telling people now, like you know, keeping up with Kardashian type shit. Like, yo, we gotta, mm-hmm. we have to do this. Like, that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Because even before, like, yeah, you know, people wanted to get, people wanted to own own property and all that stuff, but it wasn't in these big of a waves, right? Mm-hmm. So now, if everybody owns, who the fuck you gonna rent to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's like, if everybody's, if everybody's popping, then there's no fans, right? right? So it's like, who, if you, if all of us own cribs, now where's your, where's your income coming from? Mm-hmm. Now you don't have no income and because everybody's buying cribs. Yep. And then, most of us who's gonna end up buying cribs, is going to end up falling into foreclosure because we rushed to do it and everything. You got to take your time. If you really, really, really want to get some property, Mm -hmm. you got to take your time. Don't just go jumping into it because that's what you see everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. That's not cool, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you can get to work on on public transportation and you ain't always late, what do you need a, a whip for? You know what right. I'm saying? If, if you can get everywhere on public If most of the time you don't even go nowhere, mm-hmm. what do you need a whip for? You know what I'm saying? Or if you do, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because everybody want to have a whip, right? Mm-hmm. But then when it's time to go out, mm-hmm. nobody want to drive their whip. I'm going to just yeah. pull up to your crib and then we all get in your car. Right. So it's like, what the fuck I need a whip for if we all go <laughs> carpool anyway? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's going to get in one whip, maybe two. everybody want to get drunk. Nobody. And, like, you never really see seven people roll up to a party or to an event in seven different cars. You'll mm-hmm. never see that. So it's One, like, because they don't want to pay for parking. Because which you, is a bitch, especially here. Yep. And it's about to be everywhere. Like, they have all this resident parking, and you there's nowhere for you to park. All of these properties that they're building, there's nowhere for you to park. So now you got to go and find somewhere to park. Yep. Or, you know, they try to get you, you know, like they have in our building where it's like, what, 150 That's in almost all buildings. Yeah, you 150 a month parking. on top of your rent so you can have a parking spot in the garage in our building. Yep, but you want a car just to say you got one. Right. And then when you get, when people get cars, a lot of they times don't that's what all of these people do is they get stuff just to say they got it. And because society is training them, just like these women who go out and get surgery, society is yeah, tra- we training them. We're about to pull them. up on that next. Society now, is training them to do it like but all But men these, too. So body yeah. image is crazy right, right now. now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and it's weird. It's weird right now because it kind of shifts back and forth. You know what I mean? If you, mm-hmm. if you really watch. So, you know, yeah, shorties, they getting their bodies done mm-hmm. and all that. That's what's hot. Everybody's feeling them. They're beautiful to what society's saying, right? But then you see a push of, like, 
the curvy curvy is what's sexy, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta the the big girls is what's sexy, but what society is showing as big girls are sexy, to me, that's not really big girls. Right. But they'll say it's plus size or you know the big mm-hmm. girls, but the ones the ones who's truly in their skin big, loving themselves, that's not the ones they talking about. No. They talking about the you know shorties that's like ah yeah. I guess you could say she's a little overweight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they don't got no stomach. Yeah. And they just they're just curvy. That's not a big girl. That's a big girl, you know, like when they show like what society's society's view of a big girl and our view of a big girl is two different things. Yep. Because like in reality big girls yeah, is different. Yeah. Right. And like they still they still beautiful, but Right. It's a different it's a different vision when you when you if you put two pictures up. Right. Absolutely. And then dudes too, because it's like every dude wanna have a six pack, every dude wanna have raging muscles, right? Mm-hmm. But then let it get cold, it's trying to get you a fat nigga. But the fat nigga can only be fat if he got a beard and you know what I'm saying, <laughs> a certain yes. tone. You know what I'm saying? Like those yeah. fat niggas whose beards don't connect, they don't count. Right. And that's not like that's not what all big dudes look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but then I feel like that's the thing too with women. It's a trend because it's a it's a whole thing that they see. They see now like these celebrities are having big guys as their. You know, they started that whole trend of big guy dating big guys with beards, and now all women like big guys with beards, dark skinned guys with beards, and I, they you know like all of that. And it's just like, what happened to you? Just liking what you like. You know, now now even society is telling you who you should like. Yep. If you don't got a beard, I can't fuck with him. Since when was that? Because when I was growing up, that shit never mattered. I know when I first when I first started growing my beard, that was a long time ago. I first started growing my beard. It was before there was like a Rick Ross. There was it was before all that type of shit. And who was who was popping at the time with a beard? Was Kimbo Slice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know shorties don't think that that dude's hot. Mm-hmm. I know that. You know what I'm saying? He got rest in peace. But I know nobody was thinking he was fly when 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 I was starting to grow a beard. Mm-hmm. And then Rick Ross was starting to pop. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, you look like Rick Ross. No, I don't. I just have a beard. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, And I'm dark. Mm-hmm. But now I look like Rick Ross. And, you know, he's... He was becoming like, you know, the big guy sex symbol. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, now it's cool to have a beard. Right. But I had a beard before that. And, you know, I was, people was telling me like, yo, you should shave that. Or you should do this. Right. Or you should do, I'm never shaving it. Right. Whether, whether shorties feel it or not. Mm-hmm. Whether society think beards is hot now or not. Right. I'm not cutting it off. Because it's me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you but think it's dope next- or not thing come out whereas though like the next trend come out then shorties and dudes will be on that too yeah and it's just like then that won't exist anymore you know what i mean like oh yeah you know i see like memes where oh if he don't got a beard i'm not fucking with him right but what's to say that a dude that doesn't have a beard isn't a good dude right and you know you don't know and you know, beard, if he's not tall, I'm not fucking with him. If he's yep. not, if he's not this, I'm not fucking with him. If he's not that, and I'm just like, yo, it's crazy the way it's both ways. Like dudes want a certain way for shorties to be sculpted mm-hmm. and look, and shorties yep. do the same thing. Yep, they do. But they then do. we both complain, like, yo, 
why the fuck your shit so like unrealistic? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When the people around you don't look like that, mm-hmm. or you know that type of person don't exist without getting right like don't like surgeryed up. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, and a lot of women they're getting surgery all over their face, their butt. They're they're taking out of their body parts to put in other body parts and to make this look good or to make that look good or you know, it's just like you don't have to do all of that. You can you can get somebody the way that you are. Yep. The you getting surgery is not the way God made you. I'm sorry. That's not that's not For it. Real. So uh, you altering what God created is is that's not it. That's not it. It's not good at all. And you know, once they <laughs> once the trend switches and that's mm-hmm. not dope no more, what you gonna do with all that shit you just caught? Right. You know what I mean? It's getting even worse now because it's like like the surgery is just getting out of hand. Like, you know, and then you know, like <laughs> a friend of mine was having that conversation and she's like, Yo, people be disappearing and going to DR and everything and then they be coming back and they're snatched and they be talking about they was in the gym. Like, bitch, yeah. we know you wasn't in no motherfucking gym. We know that you went away and you went and got surgery and came back and now you look and like you, a... And you know what's crazy? A lot of these people do that and you know what's the first thing they do? Go back to the gym. They do go to the gym, <laughs> but then they create a fitness page on Instagram. Yes. And get sponsored by, like, uh, Fitnami, how you would say that shit? Oh, uh, yeah. Muscle Farm. They get sponsored by all these fitness things uh-huh. and they didn't do a lick of fitness uh-huh. until to get they, to how until they, they came home and they're not these mm-hmm. they're not toned up they're just now small they're doing those they're ads the for like um what's that thing called again um the tea or the flat tummy flat tummy tea or they're doing all of these things where flat tummy tea did this and flat tummy tea did that for me and i've been using yeah, this tea like that shit the shave room always be posting the elixir shit uh-huh. That be showing a shorty was wild plump, uh-huh. and then like six months after rubbing this shit on her body, she's mad small. Mm-hmm. Like you know, she went to see a doctor, dog. Yeah. Stop trying to, and it's beating us in the head with it. And mm-hmm. people, when you read the comments, oh my god, I need that, I need mm-hmm. that, I need that. What's your plan? What's your plan? Like her plan was three thousand dollars in a plane trip to DR. Right. Like that's what her plan was. So and now she's about to re up her money. And then yeah, <laughs> and then she's beating you in the head with bodies elixirs right. through the cold blah 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 mm-hmm. so she could get money and you falling for that shit. Because yep, why because society shit got you work. thinking you supposed to mm-hmm. look like her. Mm-hmm. And, and you'd even understand that she didn't go through working out to get yeah. that body. The shade room is one of them. I feel like the shade room is like the devil. Like it has it makes you feel like you have to look a certain way. And you have to be a certain way in order for you to, like, get recognized. Well, I think that's awful. I think the shade room knows it's entertainment and they yeah. act as such. And we treat that shit like the Holy Grail. Like, whatever right. comes out of the shade room, mm-hmm. if the shade room didn't say it, mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe it. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, before, right. if TMZ didn't say it, it ain't real. Mm-hmm. Now, it's the shade room. If that shit wasn't on the shade room, I don't know, man. If it made it right. to the shade room, it's real. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It don't mean nothing. Right. Shit's crazy, man. Society got it all fucked up, and apparently it got everybody else fucked up because, you know, I, I, I would recommend that people do some research on what it really means to be yourself and not give a fuck about what society has 
got going on and stuff. And then also, too, I saw this meme and it said that, you know, if you need to go through your friends list on Instagram mm-hmm. to unfollow every page that makes you feel like you can't be yourself. Right. And I feel like dope. that was very dope That's because dope. it's like, you know, I'm following you because of what? What what are you what am I gaining from following you? And that's why like even with um Instagram I don't really have like a lot of like um celebrities. Like I don't really follow a lot of celebrities. Right. I follow like, you know, Killer Mike, his wife and like, you know, David Banner, like people that, you know, like and then, you know, I come here and I have this conversation with you and I'd be like, Babe, did you see this? Yeah. You know, like stuff like that or whatever. Or like people who I, I actually started following this really great page and I would recommend people follow it too. It's called it's called Melanated um, Mental Health. And the other one is called um Black Black Social Mental Health or something like that. And um, you know, I'd be tagging you and like some of the stuff that they yeah. say, but it's just so dope to see because it's like it's refreshing to see that people are actually having those conversations about being yourself, but also if you for you to seek help for yourself. But what I loved about it is that they talk about black men so much mm-hmm. that it's it's like it's so dope to see someone like talking about them right. like and actually caring about them because i have a son at the end of the day like we're raising two boys so it's like you know and i'm a woman and i know like what society like makes it look like or whatever but i'm always going to be team my kids right. my sons so like i don't never want them to feel like they can't talk to us about anything that they're going through. I don't want them to ever feel like they're under pressure because of us. I don't ever want to put no pressure on them and telling them you have to do this and you have to do that. I'm going to let them be kids, let them be teens, let them be adults, not push them out when they right. turn 18. Let them not, die. Right. Like, you know. Let you, them express themselves yes. the way they need to. And they're positively. allowed to. And you know what people, what parents fail to realize is just as much as you want your child to respect you, you need to respect them too. Ah, that's another uh, whack-ass uh, social expectation that I always thought was super stupid, right? Right. Respect your elders, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying they don't deserve respect, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, respect your elders means like if you walk in the room, you can say hello. Right? That's the respect. After that, I don't have to say nothing else to you. It don't matter that you've been here a long time. Right? And if you're a disrespectful old motherfucker, why do I have to respect you? You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that you can come and you can talk all which ways crazy you want. And you don't think that, like, you're going to hear what I got to say to you. It don't matter if you're old. If you're old, you should know that you should respect people too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but it's yeah. like, oh, they that's your elder, respect them. That's your elder. no. If they're not, if they're not giving off respect, mm-hmm. they're not getting it, and it doesn't matter if you a hundred or if you, you know, what I'm saying the same age as me. Right. Only people I respect is little kids that you know what I'm saying they gotta. We have to mold them and teach them what's the right way. Right. But certain stuff they might get away with because it's like, yo, they don't know. You gotta mm-hmm. teach them. But once you're a grown-ass person, mm-hmm. from, from 21 to 100, you have to you have to give respect to get it. Yeah, so respect absolutely. your elders is that bullshit. Because 
Just because you're older don't mean you've been through more. Mm-hmm. It just means you've been around longer. Right. But that don't mean you've been through more than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can't tell me I got to respect you just because mm-hmm. you're old. Mm-hmm. No, you. I gotta respect you. I'll respect you because you're a person. Mm-hmm. Until you show me that you're an asshole or you don't deserve my respect, then I won't respect you, no matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. That one's a that one. That's one I want to bring up earlier, but I forgot. That shit mm-hmm. always gets on my nerves, mm-hmm. especially since I be riding a bus, right? And you know, like I give I give my seat up to you know older people. I I usually pick and choose which older people I give my seat up to, right? Because some of them are very rude. Well, before before I even understand if they're rude or not, for me, if an older lady gets on the bus, I'm going to ask her if she wants to sit down. Right. If an older dude gets on the bus, mm-hmm. my nigga, if, you, if he's not struggling... I really like. I'd be like, ah, you could stand, dog. Like, right. and I wouldn't. And I feel like when I'm old like that, if I'm getting on the bus, if I could stand, I'ma stand, mm-hmm. or whatever. And if I see, and if the ladies are older, black lady, it's mm-hmm. automatic. I'ma be like, yo, you want to sit down? Right. You know what I mean? If it's an older, any other lady, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I might get up if, if nobody else get up. Then I might be like, hey, you want to sit down? Right. But if 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 a if a, a black lady get on mm-hmm. and a different and the other lady gets on, mm-hmm. the other lady shouldn't. She's not getting a seat for me. I'm it's so funny it. that you say that because today when I got on the bus, um, this old lady, she we got on the bus. I like I got on the bus and then it was, the bus was packed and I walked in and when I walked in there was like one seat but nobody sat in the seat and it was next to her but the seat was all wet. Right. So. And I was just standing there or whatever, and I was just trying to move down. And she tugged on my bag, and she was like, excuse me, do you want to sit down? And I was like, no, I'm all set. The seat's wet and everything like that. She took a tissue out of her bag and cleaned the seat. That's somebody, that's somebody you respect. And I was that's like, dope. and I told her, thank you so much. And she was like, no problem. That's dope. And that's I was like, dope. wow, like, you know, like, people don't really do that. You know, but it People was just like that the fact all. that she did that, that there was the bus. Let me tell you again, the bus was packed. She probably felt like, nah, I'm going to let her sit down because like, you know, I'm going to clean the seat just for her so she can sit down. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. But I mean, I guess we can go on about talking about society's <laughs> unrealistic expectations. I mean, we could go on forever and ever about right. it. You know what I mean? We just but, want to give you like a taste of our views when it comes to that. But we also, again, we also encourage everybody to, you know, leave us a voice message on Anchor. Email us at whatthefire at gmail.com. Um, leave us a message. We will play your message on the show or, you know, we'll read your email on the show or leave us a comment or a DM. And, um, you know, just tell us what you, what are your views on it? Because we know everybody has different views. We're just giving you ours. So we would love to hear yours. That's right. You know it. So, yeah. With that being said, what's next? We'll be back with the spotlight.
So we are at the spotlight segment of the show where we'll be highlighting local businesses, artists, and events. If you'd like to be featured on the spotlight, you can email us at whatthefire at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram at whatthepotty. So who we got on the spotlight this week? This week's spotlight is Jim Travel Agency, creating memories that last a lifetime. Well, all right. Uh, Jim Travel Agency is an independent travel agency owned by Nicole Manning. She specializes in planning vacations for you like cruises, um, all-inclusive vacations, honeymoons, destination weddings, day trips, all of that. Um, While only thing you got to worry about really is packing. How dope is that? And once you book your trip with her, um, she'll be readily available for you day and night um, from start to finish to help you with anything. So, you know, once you book, don't be scared to ask any questions or, you know, see if you can make some changes or whatever. You know, she'll work with you. Um, and right now, she have a couple of cruise packages going on. She got one for February of 2020, four-day cruise to the Bahamas. And she got one in April, a five-day Caribbean cruise, which is going to a couple stops in Bahamas and, and the Grand Turks and Caicos. Uh, we'll put the flyers up so that you can see those on. And if you're interested, you can reach out to her. Um, if you want to reach out to her, um, you can email her at n, as in Nicole, Manning, dot, gymtravelagency at gmail.com. Or you can give her a call at 617-631-7150. Or you can reach out to her on Facebook at NM, which is Nicole Manning, Jim Travel Agency. And um, you can ask some questions there. Well, please make sure that if you're going to hit her up to ask her questions, these are serious inquiries, you know. Yeah, so we'll put the flyers up. Oh, and... If you or anyone else you know would like to start your own travel agency um, from the convenience of your own home, guess what, y'all? She can help you get your business started up, too. So um, definitely reach out to her and, and see how you can connect with her. You know what I mean? And we all love to travel, so let's not front. We all trying to go somewhere. We might as well, you know, start booking with our with our black sisters and brothers. You know what I'm talking about? Let's do it. Shout out to Gem Travel Agency, and we'll be right back with the quote of the week. All right, welcome back. Um, you know we like to end the show with the quote of the week, so that's what we're going to do right now. What you got, babe? And the quote of the week is, don't measure your progress using someone else's ruler. It's never too late to be who you want to be or do the things that you want to do. So don't compare your progress to anyone else's. Go at your own pace and keep it moving. Facts. Don't let nobody tell you like shit. like that. And with that being said. Peace. Later. Now that's fire.